Cuphead and all hope, listeners. You're listening to Radio Grognard, the OSR podcast about stuff, with your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hi, folks. Old Man Grognard here. It's a Saturday. Boys, it's a Saturday. I have a audition this weekend for another stage play, and... Etc. 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 And I'm sure the grand the grandkids will be going with Daddy, the grandboys anyway, to go play Yu-Gi-Oh and some more Oculus VR. Boy, they played the hell out of that last time. Anyway, I hope you're all doing well. I've been thinking about. I've been trying to create an organization. I've created one or two organizations for games before, and they tend to grow up organically with me. And this one. This one I had a bit of an advantage on because I had something to work with through Tim Snyder's Savage Afterworld. I had to come up with an organization called the Clock Watchers. And it's your basic R&D group from hell. (laughs) they, They are a bunch of scientists that woke up out of cryo into the, into the mutant future and they didn't like what they see. They think mutate, mutants are abominations. And so they are going to go and try and exterminate them. Which is kind of funny because they create these things called pumpkin heads to help them do that. These monsters. But it was The stats were based off the movie Pumpkinhead. And also they tend to use mutants to look into possible other futures, other dimensions, things like that. And so they will use them, but they'd probably kill them after they outlive their usefulness or something. So it's pretty much a xenophobic organization. But they are the R and D they are the R and D arm of this group called the Green Circle, which is a bunch of petty petty warlords that are trying to take over the United States what's left of the United I call it the disunited States and expand their power. But they do have a certain amount of autonomy. I tell people the clock watchers are kind of like what AIM used to be for Hydra, mixed in with the uh, governments, the government agency that are against mutants and Marvel that bring the bring the Sentinels in and all that. Sentinels, I think Sentinels. Yeah, the giant robots who stop mutants. So. It's kind of like that. It's a real threat. And you want to make these organizations a real threat. So I had something to work with. He came up with that. So I had like my first my first step or two taken care of. And what I'm going to say is when you, when you do organizations, normally you think of an organization. And other things like Gangbusters, the Black Hand in Rock Junction. I needed a mafia group, so we all know what about what mafia families are like. So that was easy. How do you do it from the ground up? Well, first of all, you think of what their basic philosophy is. And it's usually something evil. It doesn't have to be. I mean, there are neutral there are neutral organizations out there like the Harpers for Forgotten Realms and Star Wars has the Jedi Council and the Jedi's and all that. So if you're gonna create an adversarial group you want to think about what their philosophy is, what their what they want to accomplish, what they feel the wor- the way the world should be in their eyes. So you just think about that for a minute, 
come up with some kind of philosophy, then you start thinking about, this is even before you come up with like the leader or leaders of the group, you think about what kind of manpower do they have at hand. This will determine how many agents they have, how many soldiers they have, things like that. And especially after that, what are their resources? And I'm talking about money and equipment. How well are they funded? Because that is very, very important. That will determine how many cells there are, how many people are out in the field, things like that. After you figure all that, then you can start figuring out what kind of equipment they have and what kind of soldiers they use. And only then I would come up with the big bad, the guy who runs it. And it's probably just one person, although it could be an evil committee, too. I mean, we're talking everything from like an international spy ring to supervillain organization to even an evil city council in a D&D world. So that's what you have to cover. So I came up with, he came up with the clock watchers. So I'm starting to think of what the average soldier would be as far as stats go. Once again, your benchmarks come in handy here. You can take the benchmark and if you want to make a benchmark for their soldiers or their operatives, you can do that because the operatives will be somewhat trained usually. And we're talking about a group of scientists, so they're going to have a lot of mental stuff on the ball. And they will make far-ranging plans, too. So you figure out what the average so foot soldier is like, what the average tech is like, what the average pencil pusher is like, what the average elite commandos are like. And I would just make a basic, this is the organization's basic minion. And we will vary from there, just like you do with the, with the benchmarks. So you vary from there. Then you got to think of what kind of equipment they have. Well, there'd be a standard equipment package, I guess. We're talking mutant future, so they would have tech. It was probably frozen in with them or sealed with them wherever they woke up out of cryo from the far past. And so they would have that. Not only that, when they get out, they have enough brain power to figure out how they can salvage enough things to make their tech work. Look back in, okay, Thunder of the Barbarian. The evil wizards he went up to, he went up against, are the other evil wizards and stuff, but they're more like high-tech wizards because not only they have the magic, but they, have, they, they can salvage the technology. They can create critters. They can create robots, things like that. So you got to think about that. What's the average intelligence of the average, of the average worker there? And then you start thinking, okay, what about the higher-ups? They're the ones that make the plans. They're the ones that put everything into motion. So do that. You have the big bad, you can do his stats, and you pretty much you have an organization. Also, you got to figure out how far-reaching are these organizations. Like, the clock watchers usually work right now around the southern United States, disunited states, uh, West Virginia, Louisiana, Florida, you know, and the ones they're dealing with right now are out in the, out in the bayou because 
I think I'm going to probably put the headquarters of the Clock Watcher somewhere either in the bayou, <laughs> yeah, Legion of Doom, somewhere in the bayou or someplace like that, because that area, it's still teeming with life. And if there are any kind of bio biology types or things like that, yeah, they want to create DNA. I mean, they create the pumpkin heads, for gosh sake. So... You know, that's the, that's the kind of thing. They would be there. That would make, make it sense for them to be there. So find a place where the main headquarters are, and where would it be? What what would make sense for it to be there? And they may have, like, a Legion of Doom underneath in the swamp or something. Or some some far remote area. But they are expanding. And figure out what their plans for expansion are. After If it's going to go into a campaign, you can start going, okay, they're going to... Expand into this area. They're gonna. They're gonna expand into that area. They're going to do this. They're gonna go up here, try and conquer these people, trying to get rid of mutants here, this, that, and the other thing. So, as the campaign goes, their plans get a little more far-reaching, depending on what the player characters do to shut them down. I don't think the player characters are gonna be much of a threat at first. That's the way it should be. They shouldn't be much of a threat at first. Maybe they go so far as to shut down one of their one of their locations or things like that and get rid of so many minions. Now the organization is gonna have to reflect that. You know, okay, we we lost 10% of our manpower here. So let's see if we can recruit over there in this area, maybe the upper like east coast or something like that. And they they basically it's 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 like Player characters, resource management. They got to manage their resources, and they've got to, you know, try do everything they can to make their plans happen. And they will come up with new things, new robots, new ways of doing things. And there's all sorts of plots in there. So that's for a campaign. But a quick, like I said, a quick organization is: what are their philosophies? How are they going to implement them? How what kind of re, what kind of people do they have? What kind of resources, monetarily and otherwise? What's the average grunt like, and what's the administrator like? Then you do the big bad. That's pretty much right there. That'll keep you going for a little while. Then you can start planning this other stuff out. Anyway, I'm gonna go start my day. So I hope you I hope that helped you. And if you want to talk about it, send me an email over at oldmangrognard at gmail.com, or you can send me a voicemail on Anchor. And we are monetized, so as little as 99 cents a month can help you support this program, and I would thank you. And I thank my two supporters, Jonathan George, Wendell Jessen, and Oliver Shriek. You guys are great. Thank you very much. So, until I see you folks next time, keep the dice warm, and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Questions? Comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. We'll see you next time when Radio Grognard is on the air. Mm-hmm.